0: Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition a sports urban legend, along with my co-host, and Matthew. I am, of course, William Memo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Good. How's it going? I'm all right. Um, you know, just binge-watching on uh, Stranger Things like you were. And, uh, you know, I- I'll get into that later on in the show. We have some time. Without spoiler spoilers, of course. Right? Without any spoilers, of course. Yeah. But, um... You know what we do on this show. We talk sports entertainment, everything else. Uh, We're going to lead off with uh, the shocking firing of Joe Girardi. Um, You know, the Mets hiring their new manager, Mickey uh, Callaway, uh, the former uh, Cleveland Indian pitching coach. Uh, We'll also talk about what's going on with the the Jets uh, this past week and their upcoming game with the Falcons, Giants uh, bye week, as they try to regroup. Uh, we're also going to talk about, um, you know, what happened at the table as in chair pay-per-view event, you know, with Kurt, Kurt Angle making his, uh, uh, wrestling return first time in 11 years, uh, the epic, uh, matchup of, you know, uh, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. And of course, uh, what happened on Raw with the SmackDown roster just destroying, um, you know, the the raw roster, and, you know, plus more. So, you know, stick around for that. Uh, but most importantly, you know, if you guys want to uh, talk about any of these topics and more, you know, the number is 917 That's 917 388 So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more, and uh, we'd love to hear from you. But with that, with uh, further ado, let's uh, talk about uh, the shocking news, the very strange news about Joe Girardi uh, getting fired after he was one win away from taking uh, the Yankees uh, to the World Series. Some might say stranger things have happened at Yankee Stadium. And with that, the shocking news—I don't know if you heard that, Matt. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, but um, the the shocking news um, out of uh, baseball was, of course, the Yankees um, stunning the baseball world and firing Joe Girardi. You know, after you know the guy you know took them to you know took them to the World Series uh in in 09 and won a championship not to mention six playoff bursts and um you know literally was one win away from the World Series you know yeah. and um uh, overcoming a, you know nearly overcoming a 02 deficit winning three straight at home and then you know losing the last two you know on the road in uh in Houston and uh as a result the Houston Astros go to their second ever um, you know, World Series appearance first ever as an American League team, and as a result, the 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 Astros uh, got the, literally their first two wins in the World Series because in 05 they got swept uh, by the White Sox. So, as a, as we speak right now, Astros are have a two-one lead, and uh, the game is tied one-one, and you know, uh, Astros is trying to go up three-one in the series. Yeah, after, but, uh, uh, but as you speak, the Dodgers mean. just took a two-one lead. Dodgers uh, just took the the lead by two-one as as we we're speaking. So um, the Dodgers have a lead, and the Dodgers are gonna try to you know even up this uh, series and then have Kershaw on the mound, uh, you know, up for game for game five, which I mean that's a tough task for anybody. But um, back back to Girardi. Uh, what was your thoughts of uh, Girardi being fired? I I know there was rumors that Girardi was gonna think about was considering whether or not he was gonna retire. You know because he want you know he he might possibly want to spend time with his family. You know, but uh, me personally, I was surprised. You know, you know he took a young core with uh, you know um, Aaron Judge and Gabby Sanchez and that young. Uh, you know, pitching staff. You know, with the exception of CC Bafia. and you know they, you know they, 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 um, you know they, they overachieved. You know, this team looks like a team that's, you know, a couple of, you, you know, on paper, a couple of years away from winning a title. But off what they just did uh, in this postseason, you never know. The Yankees make the right moves. You know, you, you never know. They could win it all again. Stranger things have happened. You never know. So, what's yeah. your thoughts on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's uh, – I mean, I was surprised that um, they let him go, especially after, you know, them being one game away from going to the World Series. Um, you know, Girardi did a great – you know, this was possibly his one of his greatest years as manager of the Yankees. You know, the way he managed the team and the young players – and thus overachieving what you said, um, you know, exceeding ex- expectations for this year. Um, I mean, at times, the, you know, there were some blunders um, that he made, you know, like the one that in the uh, in that ALCS game, um, was it game two? Oh, was it the ALDS? I forget what, what series it was, when he didn't uh, have that um, hit batsman uh, call reviewed. Um, so he, there's been some blunders by him, but I mean, he's been a great manager for the Yankees for the last decade since Tory left, you know, He's had the best winning yeah. percentage as a manager, um, the last 10 years, he's taken us to, uh, for ALCS, um, and won us a championship back in '09, And we've got into the postseasons, you know, uh, I mean, how many times have we been to the post either? four or five times under his wing? Six. Yeah. I forget, but yeah, I mean, he's had a great, a uh, great run here as manager, but, um, I think, um, the Yankees feel like this is, you know, since we're rebuilding, you know, they need a new voice and a new manager for these younger players. And there's been some whispers that there's been, um, you know, Girardi has lost some of his players and there's been some, uh, communication issues between him and the players and management um and that's the main reason that they they let him, they let him go you know because of that um i mean it's unfortunate you know i would love to see him come back as manager you know i was a big fan of the guy but you know the yankees feel like they need to um, in this rebuilding process they need a new manager to um that can communicate better with these young players and um, get these players in the right step to uh, becoming a world championship caliber team again. And, you know, they're headed in that direction, but, you know, it's uh, it's unfortunate, but, you know, I hope Girardi the best, you know, he's most likely going to take that national job itself, like, right now, possibly, which would be another good position for him, but, you know, it is what it is. It's a business. We have to look at it that way. I mean that's a possibility. I think I'm hearing uh, uh I think Dennis Martinez might win that national job, you know, after yeah. Dusty Baker got surprisingly fired even though, you know, back-to-back seasons, you know, the the um, you know, na- the uh Nationals have been, you know, the NL East champs, but they've uh, been ousted, you know, in the first round. So, yeah. You know, obviously yeah, but uh, you know, it's a it's a little surprising that they fired him. So they'd give him at least one more year. But uh yeah, Gerard might possibly take that job. I'm thinking um I'm thinking Kevin Long might take that job. You know, or maybe even the Yankee job, you know, since you know the the not hire him and they instead they hired, you know, the the former uh, pitching coach with the uh you know, with the Indians who did a phenomenal job keeping you know, that rotation, uh, you know, you know, um, led by Kruber healthy. So I thought, yeah, I thought for sure. I thought, uh, you know, you know, sure. Um, you know, you know, uh, Kevin Long might, 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 go with the Yankees. You never know. Possible. Yeah. I definitely, it don't, see happen. Yeah, I definitely don't see them hiring Dusty Baker at all. I think he's, you know, he's, you know, been around. You know, he's one of the winningest managers. When the postseason, you know, he, you know, he hasn't won the big one. I mean, his closest was 2002 with uh, the Giants. But as we know, the the Angels uh, over over um, overtook the the Giants and won that series. Yeah. So. Yeah, Dusty Baker. He's he's been. He, he won. He won as a, a you know a Dodger as a player, but he's trying to win that first title as a manager, and it's been very elusive to him. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been yeah. close, but you know he's come always come up short. Dusty Baker has. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you look at all these uh, managers that have been fired this year: John Farrell, Dusty Baker, Joe Girardi. They all had great years with their teams, but you know, again, this is a business, you know, and you know they they all got fired for 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 some reason, you know, other than winning. Um, you know, it, it's yeah. something deeper than that. Yeah, you can even make a case for Terry Collins, even you know, though they had a hard blow year this year. But you know, the the team hasn't been healthy at all. You know, this whole season. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, you know, and this was like his, you know, yeah, this is one of his. He's one of the winningest managers in my history. Yeah. You know, in my opinion, his in-game strategies leave much to be desired. But uh, for the most part, over the years, the players have played for him. But yeah, this year was really horrible. And you know, as a Mets fan, I'm hoping uh, Mickey Calloway, with his expertise has a you know, pitching coach with uh, Cleveland, he can uh, bring some of that, you know, winning credit degree back to the Mets, which was just two years away, uh, you know, from being NL- NLCS champion, you know, the national champion. So hopefully if they could stay healthy, and depending on who they get as a pitching coach, which I'm hoping and I'm praying it's either Dave Island, a guy you're very familiar with in you know, 09, and yeah. with the... Uh, uh, this, <clears throat> 2015 Kansas City Royals. I I don't remember what team they defeated in the World Series, but you know <laughs> that guy. He was the pitching coach for the 2009 and the 2015 uh, champion Yankees and Ro- Royals. So you know that guy has a winning pedigree. So I'm hoping he's my number one pick. And and my second one one A would be uh, Dave Righetti. You know this guy. Obviously he threw a no-hitter for the Yankees, and he's been a long-time pitching coach for the Giants until they just recently uh, moved them into the front office. So, And this guy won three championships with the uh, Giants as the pitching coach. So those are the two guys I'm hoping and praying becomes the pitching coach. And then you'll have a two-headed monster with with uh, Callaway and either Dave, Dave, uh, Dave Island or um, or Rigetti you know, as his pitching coach. You you'll essentially have two pitching coaches on the team if that would happen, if you have a guy like that. And then you got Chris Basho, who um who got um fired by the Cubs. You know, obviously he was the manager of the Cubs, you know, for the the pitching coach of the Cubs during the title year. But um yeah, I think I think Island and Ruggedi and would be the best guys, you know. Island. He won in two, chances, two, two, uh, two places, and then you got Ragetti, who who's been a uh, lifelong, you know, giant, you know, pitching coach. So, you know, you can't go wrong with either of those two guys, in my opinion. Yeah. Let's go through with that. Yeah. So it's a. Uh, oh, we'll see. We'll see. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, right now, gonna have to see who these next. Uh, who. These, who manages both the Mets and the Yankees in the next few months here. Yeah. yeah, it's it's not, it's not looking good for the Astros, man. They, they just broke it open. Peterson on the Dodgers just hit a three run home run. Let's make it six, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's done. This, this, just like that, the 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 series swung in the Dodgers' favor, six one. And then you got Kershaw on the mound, and then they're gonna go back to Dodger Stadium. Man, this this is not looking good. <laughs> this is this is not looking good for the Astros right now. Yeah, well, Dodgers. The um, I mean, Astros are a resilient team, so I don't think they'll let the oh, yeah, no affect them. Yeah, but they got Kershaw. <laughs> And, you know, like the saying goes, momentum is just as good as the next day starting pitcher. And you got Kershaw on the mound, so. Yeah, but, again, Astros are a very good hitting team. I mean, even in that game against um, uh, Kershaw, I mean, they still got to him a bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I think it's going to be a tough matchup. It's going to be a good matchup. You know, they do have – uh, you know a strong rotation with uh Verlander and um and uh so,
1: Yeah Kaiser will be going
0: against um uh, against um uh, Kershaw tomorrow. So that's that's gonna be a pitching duel. They got a they got a they got a fighting chance. Yeah. You know? That's gonna be a pitching duel. And then Verlander, you know, game six. Yeah. That's a- so so um yeah this this is um and this this is gonna be one for the ages. You talked about the CS championship, yeah. You know, until a few years ago when they moved uh, the Astros into uh, the American League, and just like that, as soon as they moved Astros to the American League, not to mention with the rookie years of uh, Correa and um, Altuve, you know, they they've been a, It's been a complete 180. Oh yeah. They're they're a good team. But um Yeah, man, we'll definitely keep you posted what what happened uh next week about lot. Or was going on in this. So, you know, this one looks like a, a W a easy W for the the Dodgers, so if anything dramatic happens we'll keep you posted. But uh let let's move on to the T L C peer review event. Um basically uh Sasha Banks defeated Alicia Fox as we both expected. Um, let me see, Asuka or Asuka, as we, we previously thought she was called. <laughs> she defeated she defeated Emma, which was no surprise in her WWE debut. Uh, Brian Kendrick and Gallagher Gallagher or as I would call them Gallagher because that's how you usually pronounce it, but uh, they they uh. They faced Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. And of course, the good guy Swan and Alexander won. Uh, as we expected, Alexa Bliss won, defeated Mickey James, and uh, so lost to Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore is the new uh, champion again, a two time Cruiserweight champion. And then here's one of the, the best matches of the night Finn Balor. Uh, defeated AJ Styles, his former Bullet Club member, and uh, you know his his successor. Um, they, they, was the demon. Yeah, the demon, the demon king versus um, um the phenomenal one, and you know the match didn't disappoint at all. And and then of course to me the match of the night. Well, before we get to the match of the night, uh, Jason Jordan defeated Elias, and today the match of the night was, of course, uh, The Miz, Sheamus, Cesaro, Kane, and Braun Strowman uh, going one on going, you know, versus uh, Seth Rollins, the, tag, the Raw Tag Team Champions, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, the two third of the Shield, and of course, since Roman Reigns got hurt. Uh, due to the virus that's been going around um, with uh, WWE lately, which uh, prevented Roman Reigns for teaming up with his uh, with his uh, Shield brothers, Kurt Angle made his first uh, in-ring uh, debut in 11 years with WWE. You know, since he left WWE, and man, that match was was entertaining as heck, man. Crankle oh, yeah. hitting not Olympic sure, right. through the tables. I mean that match was like I mean there's no words to describe that match. I mean there was a lot of action going on in that match. It, looked, yeah, that it was vintage. That was great to see Kurt Angle in the ring again. And you know, he 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 hasn't lost it. He <laughs> still has he it. I knew that we were gonna say that one once he uh you know once the rock started, which we didn't get to we'll get into that in a few seconds. Um yeah Kurt Angle was amazing. Uh and you know he was the honorary shield member and uh they all hit their finishing moves on the Miz and uh Kurt Angle um you know hit Kurt Angle and, uh, you know, Rollins and Ambrose hit the, the shield, of the triple power bomb for the victory to cap off with a terrific match for Kurt Angle. And uh Raw, as TLC was great, Raw was the exact opposite because uh, you know, the, the Raw roster was blindsided by the, the, the SmackDown roster. When uh, they, when the Raw roster and, and Shane McMahon led a uh, a WCW slash ECW alliance from back in 2001, you know, um, you know, a roster ambush where the, the 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 Raw roster was not even was not even expecting that. Shoot, I wasn't even. I mean, it was exciting to see. It didn't make any sense to me. But, I mean, obviously, I knew, you know, Survivor Series, you know, it's Raw versus SmackDown. This is like, you know, this is the best utilized version of Bragging Rights, the pay-per-view they had for the the past couple of years. This this is the perfect opportunity to use, uh, you know, Raw versus SmackDown because, you know, it's so so team-oriented. My problem with it was two things. You know, you have people breaking character. You have good guys, attacking good guys, just because they're on different brands. And, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it, it, it didn't really make sense to me, you know, but it, it was exciting to see, to be honest with you. You know, so I can't really nitpick it, yeah. but when did people breaking characters, but it was, it was exciting to see. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. I like What's it, you know? I like it. I'm tired of seeing, the, you know, the same heel versus good guy, you know. Let's Let's go with the old school. Let's see, you know, let's go attitude there where you see heel fight heel or face fight face. You know, let's see that again. You know, And I think the Survivor Series is gonna bring that. You have these two brands yeah. battle it out with each other. No, I, I'm all for it. It's just seeing. It's just weird seeing like uh, Bobby Roode and Ziggler and New Day you know, they're all teaming up and being buddy buddies. And, yeah, that's – Rusev and all those guys like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, buddy. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then afterwards on on SmackDown, that's like nothing happened. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the next day, you know, Rusev and New Day are, like, teaming up to be up SmackDown, the, the Raw roster. And then the next day they're having, like, a feud, you know. It's like – Yeah, that's right. Like, the- like, you know that's that's like the traditional survivor series, like you know a lot a lot of old old school survivor series matches, you had like weird tandems that they put together, like you know, yeah, but see, they like continue they didn't even continue like the the, the storyline from like yet the on raw like like they're united i mean there was a yeah. uh, did allude to it, he was like, hey, you know don't get any ideas, you know, just because we we're you know allies just don't mean you know, what we have is against, you know, is done. He's the only person that, that I could think of off memory that, like, actually alluded yeah. to, you know, <laughs> what happened on Raw. Obviously, Shane McMahon explained his actions. And, of course, Daniel Bryan wasn't, was, wasn't aware, and he wasn't okay with it. But, yeah, other than that, everybody act like, you know, everybody's feuds continued as regular, and there was no mention of them all putting their differences aside just to attack Raw. Right. you know for Ross printing food. But um yeah, needless to say w- it was exciting to see. I'm looking forward to that. Well, my my nitpicking, an- another nitpicking is the title matches. The title the the the, the, he- the main heavyweight titles. The other matches I don't mind except obviously essentially all of these titles are non-title matches. Basically there's there's going to be no title changes. In this uh, in this pay-per-view event, one of the four major pay-per-view events. I mean, I I'm glad they're they're gonna have uh, you know elimination traditional Survivor Series matches, which they should always have, no doubt about that. Um, that that's great. They're gonna first for the first time ever they're gonna have women elimination chamber matches also officially. Um, let me see, I'm trying to think. But yeah, my biggest complaint is. Brock Lesnar versus Jinder Mahal, you know. And, and of course, big, the big – it just doesn't fit. And this is, the reason is because of Jinder Mahal, you know. It would have made much better if they had a better champion, like uh, a legit champion like AJ Styles or Nakamura being an underdog versus Brock Lesnar. You essentially – with Brock Lesnar and Jinder Mahal, you basically have two heels battling each other. You know what I'm saying, like yeah. Gender Mahal is not on that level, and even um, Paul Heyman said that. And you know, Paul Heyman always hypes up the matches, his opponents, you know, before Brock Lesnar and destroys them. But even he couldn't even do that. He couldn't even do that. You know what I mean? Because like, there's no credibility. There, there would be no his cred. Paul Heyman's credibility would have been shot, shot, shot if he asked, like. Bronstrom, he like uh, Jinder Mahal is on the same level as Braun Strowman. You know what I mean? It's clearly because not. Of Jinder Mahal. It, it, and 2007 was such a, it's such a promising year. They had such a talented roster, but them, it all, it all snowballed ever since WrestleMania. Well, I just even before something with the Randy Orton versus Gray Wyatt feud that didn't make any sense, and the it, the snowball effect was was after Bray Wyatt lost to Randy Orton. Randy Orton had a meaningless title reign, which was highlighted by Jinder Mahal defeating him. And ever since Jinder Mahal defeated him, it was just a glaring, a glaring you know, deficiency with the SmackDown Heavyweight title. You got AJ Styles in the midcard. AJ Styles, Kevin Owens on the mid-card. After the the, 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 the superstar shakeup, is just, that's what really Raw really, SmackDown really got destroyed. SmackDown really got destroyed by the by the SmackDown um, by the, the by the uh, Superstar ShakeUp. I mean, you know yeah, I mean SmackDown for a while there, they were better than Raw, you know, earlier this Shaco, year. Yeah. But yeah, after That's that ShakeUp, cool, yeah. I mean, it's been weak. They, and they did it too prematurely. They should have mm-hmm. waited until the feud was over. The House of Horror should have been a title match. And then afterwards, they, you know, the, what you call it, after, you know, um, Bray Wyatt lost the title or whatever, they could have did the shake-up and moved him to Raw if that's what they decided. Yeah. Because it, it made it all wonky. They, they Because they moved him too early, Bray Wyatt had a, a match, a rematch with Randy Orton, even though he was on a different show, and the title wasn't on the line. So Bray Wyatt won a meaningless match, didn't have the title. It even had Jinder Mahal, you know, a few, you know, um, you know, cost Randy Orton to win, which Randy Orton essentially had two feuds going on right. with Bray Wyatt and Jinder Mahal, you know, for, for the for the the title, and that really ruined. Everyone WWE, especially SmackDown, ever since then. So I mean, we'll see what happens. It might be time for you know for them to end this uh, SmackDown Raw split Um, because because um, you you see you see how how uh, vulnerable um, um, both brands are now because if one. At, if one wrestler from either brand is sick, uh, they need to call mm-hmm. a wrestler from the other brand to come over. You saw that when mm-hmm. Roman Reigns went out and um, uh, Bray Wyatt, White, I mean, uh, they were sick and they had to call AJ Styles to fill in mm-hmm. and had Kurt Angle. Like, it shows you how vulnerable their roster is right now. Mm-hmm. You know? nothing. Continue. sorry. Yeah, you should just go ahead and just combine them for a bit there. And, you know, they should make this split, you know, a seasonal thing instead of having it, you know, all the time. Yeah, because they're trying to act like it's a real sports thing and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. It really it really doesn't make any sense. SmackDown basically rewarded, you know, AJ Styles uh, to help them out. And then how they return the thing that they beat up on 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 the raw roster the following day. <laughs> it really isn't make sense. And then afterwards, uh, I'm trying to think. Um yeah, I mean it literally just making it make any sense. Well, maybe uh maybe the you know, the raw roster will have will 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 inspire the, the New York Giants in their bye week they try to bounce back, uh, you know, from their you know their one in six season and, and their most recent loss I think was twenty six to seven to the um, to the Seahawks. You know. what, what's your thoughts on on, on the whole season? Uh, you know, Gary Reese, the GM, uh, taking the blame for this horrible start. Well, I mean, I don't think it's Reese's fault. I mean, Reese has done everything to help this team. You know, they have the they have the talent. They have the players. This should be blamed on their freaking coaching staff. The coaching staff is responsible for what's going on, the offensive coach and the defensive coach. If if they don't look, make the playoffs, which it right now it seems like they're not going to, a lot of heads need to roll on that coaching staff, including probably McAdoo. I think McAdoo has done a horrible job managing the staff and the players and their – offense and defense. I mean, this team has looked horrible this year at times. To have one win in the first – in your first seven games or eight games, whatever, um, and, you know, you're – and you're expected to make the playoffs and possibly, you know, be a Super Bowl contender. And right now you look like trash. I mean, someone needs to go after this season. And it's not going to be Reese. It's going to be the coaching staff. Because they, they've gonna, done a horrible job coaching these players. I think McAdoo is definitely going and possibly Reese. But, yeah, right now they really need to rebound. They're going to be hosting the uh, the Rams next week. You know, after, you know, they, they have the bye week, uh, you know, this week. So, yeah, Giants need to rebound. And another team on the other side need to rebound is the Jets. Jets are are um they're gonna be hosting the Falcons and basically the Jets they gotta um contain Julio Jones who's having an off year. He only has one touchdown. Uh not to mention McCown has to rebound from, you know, blowing that game uh, you know on Sunday. You know, he had he, sure he had three touchdowns, but he had a costly um interception in the final minute to cost him a game after they had they blew a fourteen point lead. And uh, the the Jets uh, they lost uh, what from the final score what thirty one twenty eight so yeah the Jets gotta try to snap this uh, two game losing streak and uh, get back on their winning ways you know because yeah they faced some horrible losses to the Dolphins and the Patriots so they they definitely gotta if they want to try to get their you know improbable playoff run intact they gotta they gotta win the, the Falcons because. They just have a tough season this year, so they got to get back on their winning ways. Yeah, and the Falcons, you know, and, they've lost a few games as well, and they're looking to get back on track. And, you know, they they got a great team yet that they haven't been playing that well, you know, this year so far. But, you know, they got a lot of offensive guys on that team that could break out at any moment. They got Freeman, got Julio Jones, got Matt Ryan, of course. I mean, they got a lot of weapons, so... Like be a tough tough task tomorrow for the Jets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, they definitely gotta they definitely uh, gotta bounce back, get that running game going, and uh, that's the way they're gonna they're gonna get this W. Hopefully, everything will work out for them. Um, and another team, uh, NBA Knicks finally got there got on the winning board that the last team to to be to finally to win a game they finally won uh, Friday night uh, I think the final score was uh 10 I think it was 107 88 my remember was correct posing he had uh, 30 points nine rebounds and uh, uh Nilekina, he had a coming out party he scored his first nine points and um and uh, you know, they defeated the they defeated the Nets. You know, and the Nets the Nets the Nets what you will call it, uh the Nets have been playing well this year, shockingly. Nets even defeated the Cavs, which you know the Knicks the Knicks are um are gonna be facing them tomorrow. Knicks are hoping that they could shock the world and and uh, defeat LeBron James tomorrow as well. I'll say this about the Knicks. You know, the Knicks, um, you know, they – they right now, you know, they got a lot of young players on the team. Um, obviously, their best player is Porzingis, who they have to feed them the ball as many times as possible for them to even have a chance to win any game. Mm-hmm. Um, if, other than that, I mean, you look at the scene, you know, they're not – they could make. they could possibly make the playoffs because the east is weak um but you know they're not going to come for the championship anytime soon and you got a guy like Tim Hardaway who hasn't really done much i mean you give him a the huge contract to come here and this guy is looking like a bum i mean i'm ready to mm-hmm. kick him out of new york myself with my um my Jordan Nike sneakers <laughs> But uh yeah he, he, if you do that you're going to you, you're gonna have to you're going to have to you're going to have to um package him with uh Noah once he finally gets get uh you know cleared from the suspension I'll buy their t- I'll buy their flights <laughs> But uh you, uh Cantor, he he's been playing well I mean he didn't really play that well uh yesterday and uh uh her man Gomez who hasn't played much this year he, he, uh, you know, he, um, he showed up uh, y- yesterday. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, they'll, they'll find a way to, to, you know, balance those guys out. Let both of those guys play. Is it me, or does Cancer looks like a World War Two Nazi soldier? Does he <laughs> what? He looks like a I, World I, I, War Two Nazi soldier. Uh, like I, I, I don't know to say, that. I'd have to. I'd have to. I'd have to. I'd have to <laughs> I would have to. Live. I'd have to look again, but... Yeah, no, I, know. I know. It's just his look. <laughs> you know, it's, I I I'd have to look. <laughs> but, uh... What, what, what was I going to say? <laughs> I, I forgot what I was going to say. That was my train of thought. Um, Yeah, um... Well, so, yeah. Let, let, let's shift quickly to uh, Stranger Things. I mean, I know you you saw, you saw the... um the the whole series I'm up to episode seven out of nine and you know it's been awesome you know they got new characters uh, you know they got the uh, that bu- a new bully who's uh terrorizing the town yep. he, you know he has a sister who basically is like uh, Tori from uh, the last season of Saved by the Bell you know who all the guys you know like I, not to spoil anything for you. Uh, they got a new villain. I, I won't spoil that for you as well. But let's just say, you know, he's mad about you, if, if you know what I mean. But I won't tell <laughs> you who it is. You'll know, just figure out who it is. And um, it's, it's, it's a great season, man. It's a great show, man. Uh, you know, I can't wait to watch these last uh, three episodes and, you know, see what happens. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, what's your thoughts without you know spoiling anything for anybody who hasn't watched it? Oh, I thought you know this season has lived up to the hype so far. I mean, the writing is great. You have uh, I've counted about maybe eight different storylines in this series, mm-hmm. but all of them are connected to each other, you know, and it keeps you on your feet guessing what's going to happen next, you know, and I don't know, it, it, it's just these more. It, it just leaves you wanting more and you wanting to watch the next episode to see you know what happens next and yeah, it's, sure. it's definitely it's it's definitely lived up to the hype so far, and it's even better this time around than the first season ah, uh, see man, you keep reading my mind man you you hang out with l too much, eleven too much <laughs> like, can you think man yeah man I'm <laughs> about to you on the spot, which season you think is better? season one or season two and you just, you just answered it. You said season two is better. Yeah. So, it, so far is, yeah, it's definitely better. Yeah. Man, I don't even know what to, I, I, to be honest with you, I the question. I don't even know how to answer it. It's like really a draw. I mean, like season two perfectly build upon you know the foundation that was set in season one. And, you know it, it, it's it's phenomenal it's like right up there with season one it's not it's not better i mean I don't know maybe i maybe i would I, it's a tie maybe I'd give season one a slight edge since it it you know get, you know it set the whole- you know it created the whole um pitthra that, that you know you know Hawkins that you know that all the people and have been in that city so maybe I'd give a slight edge to season one. It, it, it kind of, you know, it's kind of like a new hope for Star Wars. It's like, like, it set the foundation that all the other um, future seasons of Stranger Things or in the Star Wars case, uh, Star Wars movie that they all follow. So, yeah. if you ask me, I'd say season one, just a tinsy bit, but this season has been phenomenal, man. Can't okay. wait to see the the next couple of episodes. Uh, is there anything you want to talk about? Uh well the Astros uh just won game game four. So it's the series is tied two two, so tomorrow's game five and hopefully they'll look to get the lead. Well one of these teams will look to get the lead in the series. But uh other than that Absolutely. check out my show IMAC uh in about seventeen minutes here, uh midnight's mm-hmm. Saturdays night slash Sunday mornings, only on Boxton Radio. Come back check out Sports of the Legend. Yeah, you heard him. Uh, check out Sports of the Legend every Saturdays at eleven, and of course check out IMAC every midnight uh, Saturday slash Sunday. Uh, he's McCauley Matthew. I'm William Ramo, and I'll see you guys next week. Peace, everybody.